Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. I want you to know that I am a trained professional broadcaster. I will not be distracted in any way by a live sporting event that might be going on while we're doing the show. Now, typically, when you do the 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern show, there's not a lot going on as far as live sporting events, but occasionally... When you have two teams uh, with, uh, let's just say, uh, less than a great offensive pedigree playing each other in professional baseball in a playoff game and eight gazillion instant replays and trips to the mound and relief pitchers, you end up having live baseball. 
plus extra inning baseball. So, but I'm not paying any attention to that at all. No, 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 because the baseball playoffs have been tarnished by a cheating scandal. Things have gone sideways. They have. They've gone sideways. All that bluster, that flamboyance coming out of Houston, put it on the shelf right now. You can put it on the shelf. If you saw the American League Championship Series, the early game on Tuesday, the Boston Red Sox essentially put the Houston Astros in the organ grinder. And so Boston now just two wins away from getting rid of this annoyance, which is the Astros, and eliminating them, putting them back in their place of irrelevancy in Major League Baseball. But the thing we need to discuss here is not about Jackie Bradley Jr. unloading a grand salami against the notorious Astro relief pitcher Roberto Osuna. Could, well, listen, I don't necessarily believe in karma, but if there is such a thing as karma, that's that's wonderful. But this is involves incriminating activity. Now, in a scoop for the ages, the Metro website, which is a national website, but the Boston branch, it's a, a national website which focuses on local news. And so the Boston Metro, right, they, they did their thing, and they had the scoop. They have exposed the notorious... Astros and their nefarious ways. Now, if you are an Astro lapdog, how's that going for you? Uh, yeah, you say, well, this is uh, this is just uh, trying to, to gain a competitive advantage. But it is wild. Now, the story started out kind of small. There weren't a lot of details. We didn't know that much about it. We just knew that this this character had been kicked out of an area at Fenway, but not kicked out of the ballpark. He was an employee of the Astros. It's very vague, very vague. And then as the the time progressed, the mainstream media that cover baseball for some reason they were oblivious to this. And then once it was reported by that small operation, the Metro in Boston, it got picked up, and we the floodgates opened up. We were off to the races. And we have learned of a shady actor, because any good mystery needs a shady actor, a guy named Kyle McLaughlin. Never heard of him? Uh, of course you've never heard of him. Now, McLaughlin Who? was caught, if you believe the reporting, was caught in Cleveland and in now Boston spying. Uh, he's a spy. He's a Russian spy. He's a he's a, a Russian spy, is what he is. Cleveland and Boston, he was using his weapon of choice, smartphone. Weapon of choice, smartphone. In the opposing dugout. He was using the cell phone at the opposing dugout. Uh, he is not listed publicly as an employee of the Astros, we are told. But there are photos that have been obtained by some of the mainstream media that show him wearing an Astros ID badge. Hmm. Flying on a private plane with the Astros logo on it. It's just tip of the iceberg. Uh, we, we were just at the start of this. There's a photograph that was obtained by Yahoo that showed McLaughlin aiming a cell phone in the Cleveland's dugout during the Indians' loss that ended their season. Can you say, say it with me now, smoking gun, or in this case, smoking cell phone. 
Now, McLaughlin is the same man that was caught taking pictures near the Red Sox dugout during game one of the American League Championship Series. That was the report from the Metro in Boston. All right, they had it first, the Metro Times of Boston. McLaughlin was removed by security at Fenway from that area. He was taken away, uh, but he was not kicked out of the ballpark. The guy said, I'm an Astros employee. McLaughlin is seen in photos with Jim Crane. Who is Jim Crane? Wait for it. Plot twist. The owner of the Astros. The spy with the owner. The spy and the owner together. That's your Astros right there. That's right. The plane also had logos of some of the other businesses the Astros owner owns. On his personal, here's where it gets really good. This is what we call covering your tracks. On his Instagram account, his personal Instagram account, this shady guy named Kyle McLaughlin, who we've never heard of before a few hours ago, used to list the Astros on his bio. But once the scandal hit the social media pages, guess who changed their bio on Instagram? Ding, 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 ding. Winner, winner, winner. Chicken dinner. That's right. So the question is, what do you make of the accusations the Astros have been caught cheating? I don't know how you can look at it any other way than they're guilty. Uh, But my observations here, you have the inside job, poetic justice, let me toss that out there as well, and just the tip. That's it. Just the tip of the spear. All right. Now, first of all, we'll see how this story unfolds in the coming days. We'll keep an eye on this. Uh, If you go by the book, PR Crisis 101, we've seen enough of these type of stories over the years to know how this is going to play out. Baseball will immediately circle the wagons. They will say this is not a big deal. They will attempt to put the kibosh on it. But there is enough smoke here to call in the forest department to check out. See, you know, it's not just a campfire. It's not a campfire. There's more than a campfire going on. This is a brush fire. All right, that's what we got in, in this case with the Astros and this cheating. And it certainly sounds, based on some of the early reporting, that we are being told here that the Astros were warned and they continued to do this. Right, that the the Oakland Athletics supposedly were the first team to figure it out, solve the Rubik's cube, and they the Astros were warned and continued this. Think about that; they continued it. You talk about integrity. There's no integrity in Astros baseball. And this guy McLaughlin, I don't know who he is, but he looks shady. He looks guilty to me. He looks like he has the look of a guilty person. He smells like trouble, and I can't even smell, and he smells like trouble. Now, the Yahoo reporting claimed that the Oakland A's and the Indians were originally the ones that blew the whistle on the scandal. It started in late August. The Athletics were playing the Astros, and check this out. They noticed rhythmic clapping from the Houston dugout before pitches, and they determined through their investigation that the Astros using the rhythmic clap were relaying stolen signs to the pitchers in the batter's box, right? They, they had stolen signs from the pitcher, and they, it was going to the batter's box. The A's called the league office. The league office said, we'll investigate. Now, what happened? We don't know. 
Uh, supposedly it's ongoing. Some reports say that the Astros were warned to knock it off. Two major league players said they personally witnessed the Houston cheating Astros hitting a trash can in the dugout in recent years, and they believed they were relaying signs to hitters. Rhythmic clapping trash cans. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Throw away the key. Throw away the key. should also point out the Los Angeles Dodgers believed that they were wronged in the World Series, that the Astros were stealing signs in the Fall Classic last season. Now, I'm going to expand on this. Okay, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. Now, my theory is deja vu. That's my theory. Now, when I say deja vu, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to con- combine this with a football story. Baseball's Spygate. Now, you remember the, the Bill Belichick famous story, the originator of all the, you know, the accusations against the Patriots started with what was known as Spygate. Patriots got in trouble for having a camera guy recording in a spot where he was not supposed to be, even though in previous years he was allowed to be there. They changed the rules, and so the Patriots got caught recording during a game from a spot they weren't supposed to be. And Do you remember who the coach of the Jets was? Eric Mangini. Now, why does that matter? Eric Mangini was a disciple of Bill Belichick. He was an assistant of Bill Belichick. Mangini had knowledge of the Patriots and what they were doing, recording and whatnot, and he had a feeling that they were going to be doing that against the Jets, so he tipped off the Jets' brass, and they caught this guy for the Patriots. In the case of the Red Sox, the reason I'm using the word deja vu uh, with the Red Sox and Astros, this has the makings of an inside job. Alex Cora is a disciple of who? He is a disciple of A.J. Hinch. Right? He was an Astros assistant. He was the right-hand man. So it's being spun as you know the Cleveland Indians and the A's were the ones that were the originators of this, that they started it. My theory is that it was actually Alex Cora who tipped off the Red Sox brass that the Astros were up to no good. And he was the one that explained, here's the person to look out for. This is palace intrigue is what it is. Now, secondly... Since the security at Fenway caught this dirt bag, and uh, they didn't kick him out, but they caught him, and there's photographs going around, we have seen a sea change in the American League Championship Series. Right? If you just look at circumstantial evidence, you say, wow, this is amazing. The Astros are really no good without this, right? Because this was in Game 1. Now, the Astros pulverized the Red Sox in Game 1 of the American League Championship Series, but since this guy was caught, red hand, right, cheating with the cell phone camera in a place he wasn't supposed to be at a time he wasn't supposed to be there, the Red Sox have pulverized Houston pitching. They've scored 15 runs the past two games. The unhittable Astro pitching staff is suddenly very human, very, very human, the Astro pitching staff. Is that just a coincidence or is there more to this story? Hmm, inquiring minds want to know. The Astros appear to be shell-shocked. Suddenly not so invincible without inside information. Now, since Houston got caught, they're trying to spin this. Now, this is another wonderful tentacle to this story. The Astros are claiming that what happened here was, and this is wonderful spin, 
but it's lazy spin. The Astros are spinning this story saying, well, what actually happened here is that they were just trying to ensure that the Red Sox were not the ones cheating. They were just making sure the Red Sox weren't cheating. Now, where have we heard this excuse before? That would be former St. Louis cheating Cardinal scouting director, uh, I think it was uh, Chris Correa was his name. He's the one that committed corporate espionage. His defense, as I recall, was that the Redbirds were spying, or they were checking into the Astro database to make sure the Astros weren't stealing the Cardinals' data. Right? Did the judge believe him? Guess what happened? The guy's in prison. He's been in jail. He pled guilty to five counts of unauthorized access to protected computer from 2013 to 2014 at least, and he was promoted during that to the St. Louis director of baseball development. He was sentenced to four years in prison for that, and the and the Astros have the chutzpah to use that as their excuse. The same thing the other guy got sent to jail for. What the hell is that? It's laziness is what it is. All right, last point, last point here. Now, there has been a cloud, I think we'd agree on this, every man, woman, and child around Houston baseball. It has shadowed them. Uh, I have been one who's brave enough to point it out. I've been taking some blowback for that. Uh, I'd like to hear that that gas bag in the morning on Houston radio who uh, was having some fun. How dare you say you're cheating? Well, Hello, hello, Loser. you morons, you bunch Loser. of cheaters in Houston. <laughs> this is shadowing you, right? The Astros, and what makes it even more wonderful and poetic justice is the Astros have been selling this false narrative that we do things the right way. We win the right, the white, the wonderful right way. and all. It's bogus. All right? Reports of pitchers doctoring the ball to increase spin rate, stealing signs from you, Darvish, and the Dodgers in Game 7 of the World Series. And Now, will baseball do anything? That's the problem. Baseball typically does nothing. The Cardinals had a guy go to jail for four years. They got a slap on the wrist from the commissioner's office. Right? Rob Manford is gutless when it comes to punishing teams for this kind of stuff. Let's see if he gets a pair of balls and actually does something and puts an end to it. Now, I, I would like to recommend to begin the healing process from this horrible injustice the Astros have been part of. I believe at first what baseball should do is they should have the Astros vacate the 2017 World Series championship. They didn't deserve it. They didn't outscore the Dodgers. They were clearly cheating, using rhythmic clapping and trash cans to cheat. How low can you go? Trash cans and rhythmic clapping. All right, so begin with that. Astros have to vacate the 2017 World Series. I would also ban them from postseason play for 30 years. I would do that. I would take away every draft pick for the next 40 years, and I would I'd force them to play in a Little League field while we're at it. Why not? Is that too extreme? No? Not, not extreme enough, right? Yeah, exactly. Finito. Done. That's right. They're done. It's over. Turn out the lights. The party's over. Go back to sucking, Astros. You can't cheat anymore with your trash cans and your rhythmic clapping. (laughs) 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 The guy's right there with the Astros owner. What a bunch of cheaters. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. One of the interesting things about the postseason in any sport is you have a chance to reinvent yourself. You have a chance to erase past sins. For example, Cody Bellinger 
who had been stealing money for the Dodgers, been terrible in the playoffs the entire postseason, but he ends up with the walk-off ribby single in the bottom of the 13th inning, a game that took over five hours to play, and more on that in a moment. But the Dodgers beat the Brewers 2-1. to one. There were many more strikeouts than exciting things that happened in the game, but Bellinger ending a game that lasted five and a half hours. To give you an idea how long the game took, and I'm not sitting here complaining. I'm just merely pointing out my how this relates to me because it's all about me because I'm an egomaniac. I'm a talk show host. I have a big ego. So I was at the game. I was participating as a member of the media in game four of the National League Championship Series. I got there very early. I was schmoozing. I was hanging out. I was freeloading with the media elite. Some of them that like me, some of them don't like me. Many of them have no idea who I am. So I'm doing my thing, a schmoozing, which is what you're supposed to do, and, and I was you know, having some good fun. The game starts. I got there many hours before the game. The game starts. I'm thinking, well, the game started 6 o'clock in L.A. So I figured three, three and a half hours. The game's going to end. Latest it's going to end like 9.30 L.A. time, which will leave me plenty of cushion, plenty of cushion to make it to the studios we broadcast from, the iHeart Media building here, the Fox Sports Radio studios. So I figured, oh, no problem. And and then the game began. And it, oh, my God. It was, it was baseball waterboarding. Is what it was. It was just ridiculous. But Bellinger, the hero, and the Dodgers, who just had all these opportunities and they kept flailing away there. But Bellinger is now three for twenty-five in the postseason, which I don't think is good anywhere. Now I'm not, uh, you know, not the expert one-on-one baseball guy. I'm not a Rod, but I, I'm pretty confident that that ain't great. When you're when you're sitting at three for twenty five, something ain't going right for you, right? You you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just I'm just pointing that out there. Horrible, horrible, and really bad. Yeah, but the Dodgers have won, and Manny Machado scored the winning run, getting a lot of pushback on social media for a play earlier in the game. But Machado reached on a single to left in the bottom of the thirteenth inning. He then Went over to second on a wild pitch by Junior Guerra and ended up scoring the winning run on the Cody Bellinger ribby single. So Machado ends up scoring the game-winning play. But that's part of the story, right? So what are the big takeaways here? Let's frame it this way. What are the big takeaways as we talk about game four of the NLCS? What are you going to remember? Uh, Now, I've got the struggle, the panic, and the faux outrage, all right? The struggle, the panic, and the faux outrage, and we will combine all this together. Now, first of all, the struggle is real. Uh, the offensive struggle for both of these teams, ridiculous. I mean, these, these supposed to be able to score runs. I think you know, baseball generally, maybe I'm wrong on this, more enjoyable when teams actually score runs, get hits, don't stand there and watch pitches go down the middle. And then, all right, we got runners in scoring position. There's strike three. Look, right down Broadway. What are you doing? It's a bad job by you. Bad job by you. Bad job by you. Bad job by you. But it doesn't, it's not just the Dodgers. It's the Milwaukee Brewers. We keep hearing how the Brewers are different. They approach things differently. Their offense was garbage. Their offense sucked. The, the entire game was a plotting game. And this was by design. You know who I blame? Craig Council. That's who I blame. 
The, the Milwaukee Brewers are bad for baseball. This style of baseball is toxic. It's bad for the sport. And I'll be that guy, right? Baseball's a beautiful game when it's played right. What the Milwaukee's Brewers do with baseball is an atrocity. It is disgusting. Okay, I don't want to hear, no, no, it's, it's all they have to It's a struggle. It, it's it's choppiness. It's There's no rhythm to the game. It's a million trips out for instant replay and mound visits and relief pitchers. It is despicable. Deplorable would be another adjective we could use to describe the way the Brewers approach things. Uh, and, and now we get to a point, which is always fun, because Game 5, traditionally in a best-of-seven series tied up at 2-2, the numbers will go around, the winner of Game 5 wins a gazillion percent more than the loser of Game 5. So while it is a best-of-seven series, oftentimes the team that wins Game 5 is going to be the team that wins the series in a seven-game setup. And so that presents a situation where you're going to figure out who is going to panic. Which of these two teams is going to wet the bed? Who is going to go out there and the anxiety is going to be too much in game five? And it's a quick, it's a quick turnaround. Right? It's an early game, uh, which I don't like. They did not counsel me as an overnight talk show host. Uh, they did not ask me about that. That's a, it's a bad job by them. You know, shame on them. So we'll see. I mean, and oftentimes what happens in these game fives is you have confusion. I like it because it's an acid test to find out who can handle it and who can handle it. And uh, I, I, the Dodgers, obviously, at home, they have a, an advantage to win game five, and then they only have to win one game in Milwaukee. So it sets up pretty nicely. Sets up pretty, pretty nicely. Now, the, the final point here is the faux outrage. What is this about? The faux outrage would be from the Milwaukee Brewers, who have essentially accused Manny Machado of committing a war crime. Uh, now, Machado... <laughs> That's right. Machado, if you did not watch the game on Fox Sports 1, bad job by you. Shame on you. Uh, Many will only remember this as the Manny Machado game because there was an incident earlier in the game where Manny Machado is called out for being dirty, and he did the old drag. He did the old drag, and was it intentional? Probably so. Uh, with his left foot across the Brewer first baseman, Jesus Aguilar's leg. And we actually, just to, so to give you an idea, if you didn't see the game and maybe you're blind, you can't see the game. But let's, we, let's go to the audio. He, listen to this. This is how the play went down. This is the controversial play. Jesus Aguilar's at first place, and Machado is the base runner. Aguilar talking to Machado. Because Machado, when he ran past the bag, he also hit uh, the right leg of uh, Aguilar. Now George Lombard getting between the two of them. Eric Pratt's pushing Machado out of the way. The benches are beginning to clear. Aguilar's foot was in the way. The runner has the option to to go past the bag. Machado was not attempting to make contact with the uh, the right foot. Machado was on the bag with the left foot, it appeared. Well, no, actually, it was the, the right foot that was on the bag, and Machado did drag his left foot. All right, so that was Rick Monday. The great Rick Monday and, and Charlie Steiner on the call on this particular play. Uh, let's hear from Manny Machado, and then we'll hear from Dave Roberts here. Let's uh, let's hear from Machado first on the play that happened. This was back in the 10th inning, the, the famous Machado-Aguilar play. 
course, that incident at first base in the 10th inning, what did you tell him? What happened on that play? You know, we're family, you know, things happen. Everything that happens on the field stays on the field. And, um, you know, he's a great guy. We, we go way back, you know, since, since the minor league. So, you know, it's just a friendly game. We're all trying to compete here. We're trying to win. He's trying to do whatever he can to, to help his team over there. And we're doing the same over here. They hugged it out. They hugged it out. Uh, but the Brewers do not agree with that. Christian Yelich was asked about the Machado play, and he said of the incident with Jesus Aguilar, he said, quote, it's a dirty play by a dirty player. That's the quote, quote from Christian Yelich. Dirty play by a dirty player. And that seems to be the sentiment. We're getting some of the quotes that are coming in from the Brewers clubhouse, and that seems to be the consensus. Craig Council uh, began his uh, – do we have counsel? All right, let's listen to counsel because I believe he had a, uh, a pointed comment because somebody was trying to defend the Machado play by saying that he was uh, he was being aggressive and that's what happened, but I believe counsel pushed back on that. Let's go to the audio tape. Here we go. You know, I don't know. I guess they, they got tangled up at first base. I don't – I don't think he's playing all that hard. <laughs> See that—that uh, that I will agree with. Like I—I I would like to rant later about some other things Manny Machado did that are that are separate from this particular play. Uh, but he, here's my my ten cents on the play. I this is faux outrage is what it is by the Milwaukee Brewers because at the trade deadline, the team that was desperate to get. Manny Machado, other than the Dodgers, was the Milwaukee Brewers. So it's nice that Craig Council says he doesn't play hard, and it's very nice of these other Brewer players to call out Machado, and he's a heathen, and Christian Yelich says he's a dirty player and all that stuff, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing, uh, but you know, maybe now in this you know, softened-up society we're in, it is a bad thing. But the, all these guys in the Brewers, they were this close to having Machado in their locker room as a teammate, and we're now supposed to believe that he's public enemy number one because he's wearing different laundry. And I hate to say this, but I, I guess somebody has to say it. Uh, memo to Jesus Aguilar at first base. If you don't want to get spiked, don't allow Machado the opportunity to spike you. Stop being a slug and get your foot off the bag, okay? that's what, When you're the first baseman, you, if you leave your foot on the bag, you leave the opportunity for that to happen. Machado cannot do that if Aguilar is not lazy. And Aguilar was lazy on that play, and he didn't get his foot off the bag. You got to have cat-like reflexes. He did not have cat-like reflexes. Bad job by you. And this reaction of people is absurd. Now, again, I, I, I feel that the whole slide rule is silly. I think that's dumb. Do I think Machado plays hard? No, I don't think Machado plays hard. Do I think this is a war crime, what Machado did against the Brewers? Absolutely not. I think this reaction is over-the-top nonsense is what it is. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's absurd. What are we talking about here? Baseball, it's kind of like that whole thing. I guess the world is changing. I guess we have to adapt. You know, it's like when I used to watch NFL films years ago and they would celebrate the hardest hits, human torpedoes, safeties that would come off and just deliver bone-chilling hits. Now people run to their smartphones, oh, my God, I've been triggered, I need my blankie because I saw a hit in the NFL. And in baseball, the equivalent of that, anything with physical contact is a nightmare. Baseball, again, they used to talk about how players would do anything to gain an edge 
and they would you know bend the rules. And you hear some of these these stories from the olden days of baseball on guys. If you didn't get your foot out of the way, you're going to get spiked, and it was celebrated. Right, that was the only part of machismo that was in baseball, and now now we have a bunch of I I can't say, but we have a bunch of people right now. It's the wussification that annoys me. It's absurd. And if you're one of these people with this faux outrage, just like the Brewer players and Craig Council about Manny Machado, they would love to have Manny Machado. Right now, if they could have Manny Machado, they would take him on their team. They wanted him. They tried to get him. Couldn't get him. Couldn't do it. Weren't good enough. Didn't have enough players to get him. All right. It's the, the Ben Rather Show on Fox, a game that took five and a half hours and had 15 total hits. Five and a half hours. Let's hear from Dave Roberts, who's in the awkward position of having to tap dance around all of this. Here's Dave Roberts on the Machado play. We uh, just give you my version of events. Here is the Dodger skipper. I think it was one of those things where uh, Aggie had his uh, foot on first base and didn't give uh, Manny a whole lot of room on the back. I didn't see the replay, so he stepped on his foot, and, and I think that's what uh, Manny was talking about. But they, we all worked it out. <laughs> we all worked it out. <laughs> what, did you go to group therapy? What exactly did you do? Like, so we, we have this weird thing going on. Manny Machado, I'm going to rant about this later, it's on my list, but like Manny Machado is is lazy, right? So on one hand, he's admitted he's lazy, but now he's dirty. So he's like dirty lazy? Like, aren't those two things opposite? I mean, don't you have to – if you're lazy, how can you be dirty? Right? If you're dirty, how can you be lazy? Like, I'm trying to figure out – you know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm wrong on this. I I, I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm incorrect. I think I'm I'm right. Maybe the, the negative stories are he's and I agree. I don't think he plays hard. I I agree with that, uh, and I I can rip Machado for that. But this particular play, if Aguilar gets his foot off the bag quickly, he's a big fat toad. He can't get his foot off the bag. If he could, then Manny Machado cannot do that. But instead, we're going to blame Machado. But again, this would play in baseball in the past would be celebrated. Uh, Eddie is on a flight to Europe. I would guess at this hour he's probably somewhere over the Atlantic. And, uh, yeah, been on a plane right now for uh, seven hours, I think, at this point. Yeah, Better him than me. That's all I have to say. Better him than me. And we have Ralph on tape uh, here. And Ralph, when he came in, it's great, when he came in to tape his, his work, he brought a baggie with him, and his baggie said Ralph's on it. Great. What an egomaniac. What kind of egomaniac comes in here with a – I mean, that's like a LeBron James douchebag move. He comes in here with a bag with his name on it. It's unbelievable. Do you see that, Roberto, when he was in here earlier, Roberto? Yeah. Yeah. It's like crazy. Can't believe it, man. It's out of control. I like Manny Machado, Ben. You're a fan. Yeah, you were the first one, and you, you, you were an early guy on the Machado bandwagon. You bought a Machado shirt before he had done anything. When you know who was also lazy? Who's that? Man Ram with the Red Sox. He was also lazy. But I used to yeah, like that guy was. too. Yeah. Well, I liked him because he was good for talk radio. Manny Ramirez. In many ways, Machado has been good for us in, in talk radio. We've uh, done several, several shows because of Machado. He gets a reaction out of people. People are freaked out. And, uh, and on and on it goes. All right, we'll take your calls. Again, 877-99 on Fox. The Dodgers win. The Astros, big story in the American League. 
have been caught cheating. Uh, the floodgates have opened on that. We are told the Astros had a friend of the owner who was kicked out of an area at Fenway. There are photos of this dirt bag and his uh, his activity there. And it's very early in the story, but apparently, uh, if you believe the initial reporting, the Athletics, the Cleveland Indians, and the Los Angeles Dodgers all have accused the Astros of this activity. They were using what we believe at this point to be rhythmic clapping and a garbage can to signal uh, to their players what the other team was doing. They had they had a cheat code to the other team. Bunch of cheaters, man. It's one of the great ethical violations of our time. I put it right next to the Black Sox scandal. Oh, yeah. Uh, from back in the day. I mean, you think of the great scandals in sport. Uh, all of the success the Astros have had has been wiped away. Uh, it has been vacated. Jeez, oh, you were just over the top on this. Uh, no, I'm not. I, I feel like I remember you being one of the people anytime a story like broke about uh, one team accusing the other team of stealing signs, you were always the one. Oh well, that's that's gamesmanship. Like you, you know, that's well, that's part of baseball stealing signs. Uh, yeah, when you're not doing it with someone outside the dugout. That's why teams used to employ old guys. This goes in above and beyond. This is a criminal act, uh, and the Astros are caught. And they're trying to spin it. No one, you know, smart people don't believe it. Dumb people believe it. Uh, it's just embarrassing. It's a sad day for baseball, and I hope that Rob Manford will see it in his heart to do the right yeah, thing. Yeah, the way they did it is just all yeah. dirty. Yeah, it's one thing to hire like a ninety-year-old guy to be your bench coach because he's good at stealing signs. Yeah, exactly. A, That's different. A, it is yeah, different. It's another guy to have a guy outside the dugout with his smartphone there and the friend of the owner, a dirt bag. Uh, who's doing the nefarious activity. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. That's right. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Koopaloo. Ben, we learned yesterday that Cooper Cup could miss some time with the sprained MCL that he suffered against the Broncos. Now, Cup received a ridiculous amount of praise from fans after returning in the second half of that game. Ben, are you a fan of this as well, or do you think it's a bit reckless? Yeah, it was impressive. Like We live in the age of the lightweight. We live in the age of the lightweight. The fact that Cooper Cup was able to fight through the pain and attempt to help his, uh, his team win in a game that, let's face it, the Rams, if they lost to the Broncos, it would have been embarrassing, but big deal. It's a week six of the NFL regular season. The word is extraordinary. That's the adjective that he was able to come back. The, the Rams medical staff cleared him. And it was up to the cup to decide if he could handle the pain. And B, this is a throwback to the days. Again, another one of these things back in the old days, the NFL used to celebrate Jack Youngblood, played in the Super Bowl with a broken leg. Ronnie Lott legendarily cut off the tip of his pinky finger before a game against the Jets, as the legend goes. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this is not up to that level, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, next. Well, the John Gruden estate sale has begun, and the first piece up for grabs is apparently Amari Cooper. Now, the Raiders are reportedly seeking a first-round pick for Cooper. What do you think the chances are that he, that they get it? Yeah, uh, Pretty good, although not great. I have this at plus 300, which implies a 25% chance. I think that's pretty fair. I got two teams that are going to be in on Amari Cooper. If I'm John Gruden, the two teams I contact, first team, the Colts. Obviously, Jim Irsay does irrational things. They need help at the receiver position still. They've got very little behind the front line, so I could see that. And then the Kitty Cats of Carolina. The Carolina Panthers, they think they're a legit contender in the NFC. They're lacking the receiver position. So 
that would be an upgrade. So I got Carolina and, and the Colts uh, for Amari Cooper. Next. Now, Vance Joseph was asked if he is playing for his coaching life this week against the Cardinals, and he diffused the question by saying, yes, every coach is every week. Ben, does he get fired if the Broncos don't win Thursday? Well, he should get fired, but it's risky. Right, the risky move for the Broncos. We've seen this before. The, the NFL, you know, results-oriented business and all that. The fact that Vance Joseph came back, he's on borrowed time. Right? Many people said he should have been fired last year. He didn't know what he was doing. They brought him back. They gave him another chance. The Broncos have been charbroiled week after week. the The risk is this: if you fire him and you hire, I don't know, this guy Tom McMahon, the special teams coach, somebody like that. If the Broncos are good, you might keep him. It's a small sample size. That's the risk. The Browns did this with Romeo Cordell a few years ago. Teams have done it, but that's the risk. But, yeah, he deserves to be fired if they lose. How do we do, Koopaloop? Benny passes it. That's a winner! I won the game! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Here we go. Let's do it. Here we uh, have Attention, yeah, yeah, everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password. The word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And away we go. It is password time. We have our contestants lined up. Craig in Boca is a law enforcement officer. He'll be teamed up with me, keeping the people of Boca safe. And we have RC, who works for the government but will not reveal what he does and has a part-time job uh, driving Lyft. So he's got that going for him, too. Let's lock RC in. We'll lock Craig in. All right, gentlemen, good luck. We have a list of words, 1 through 10. Now, Coop is with RC. I am with Craig, as I think I've said. And, Craig, you were on the air first. Pick a number between 1 and 10. We'll get passwords started. Three. Number three. All right, let's go with Sculpture. Museum. No. Oh. All right. Cool. All right, RC, uh, you heard Ben's clue, leave me right? Out, leave me out of this. Okay. You are there, RC, right? RC. They're both up. Got him up. Maybe he got a murder. He had to go. <laughs> RC, you there? You with me? He's so bored, Coop. He hung up. Oh, my goodness. Can you hear me? Yes. Hear me? Now oh, I can hear you. He is. Okay. 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 Did you hear Ben's clue? Yes, I heard it. Okay. I'm going to go with figurine. No, that's not good. Me- remember Ben's clue? No, no, leave me yeah. out of this. Leave me out of this. Uh, oh, boy. Gnome? No. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got. We got this, Craig. I said sculpture. Let's go with bronze. Statue. Yeah, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Figurine and statue? <laughs> yeah. well, he said sculpture. Well, I mean, well, sculpture what, else you, what else are you supposed to say besides sculpture? Well, bronze. That's what you well, I mean, but when you say ah, figurine, you think small. I like your whining, RC. I respect that. All right, <laughs> go ahead. Pick a number, but one in ten, and we already used number three. Uh, I'll take the Ocho. Eight. All right, number eight. Go ahead. All right, let's go with... Hmm. Let's go with. Wasn't that easy? Spices. You you didn't think about. Oh, real? What? Number eight? What? Yep. What? Okay, what was the clue again? Spices. Don't even listen. It's a dumb clue. 
spices. Mallet okay. maneuver. I'm using the mallet maneuver. What I'm gonna do? Okay. <laughs> give the give the wrong answer so I can win. Okay. Hurry up. Salt. No. All right. Forget all that, Craig. I'm gonna attempt the mallet maneuver. Here we go. Do it. Regular coffee. No. No, that, that's you, not my a, clue was bad. That's better. That's a regular. That's better. That's a better clue no. than what you. What you no. said is dumb. No, what you said is stupid. No, it's it's, it's not. a good. Uh, hurry up, go ahead, chop chop. All We're right, playing password. Uh, let's go I'm with. I'm winning. With Craig. <sighs> um, hurry up, chop chop. That's a terrible word, Coop. You, you should can't use words like this. Okay. Let's sit, let's go with yeah. You okay, got, you got RC, you heard the clues, right? You heard all the oh clues. Oh my God, Coop, you're yeah. wasting time. Let's you're... go with summer. Ketchup. <laughs> when I think of the summertime, I think of ketchup. Yes, yes. nice ketchup. Uh, all right, uh, uh, Craig, why don't we just throw this word out? Can we throw it out? Can we do that? Yeah. yeah the word regular season. I don't know what Coop was doing so over you there. You season things with spices. No, but you seasoning? don't. No, seasoning and season are different, Coop. I would have said right now it's football. Yeah, I did regular. As regular, regular that's. F- all, right, all right, stop. I'm moving on. Craig, pick another number, not three and not eight. And- Lucky seven. Number seven. All right, let's go with grime. Dirt. No. Oh. Sorry. Hurry up, Coop. You got like 10 seconds. All right, you heard grime. You heard dirt. Let's go with powder. Sludge. <laughs> I love you, RC. You're so bad at this game. Uh, that's it. We're out, we're out of time. Uh, Craig, you win a golden ticket. And R- dust. We were looking for yeah, dust. dust. RC, go have some ketchup in the summer when it comes back around. Okay. <laughs> ketchup in summer. <laughs> if you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.